Ma, said Amit, I have to talk to you about something. Dinner was over. Ramola and Amit were alone in the kitchen. She was putting away the leftovers while Amit wiped the kitchen counters. June was upstairs with Neil and his homework. The last traces of a California evening still dappled the neighborhood in tranquil, honeyed light. Ramola could hear the hiss of a hose as their neighbor, Mr. Nguyen, watered his lawn. Somewhere, a little dog barked. What is it, son? She put down the leftovers and turned to him. Is anything wrong? She could sense he was struggling with something. She wondered if he was having fights with June. Perhaps June didn't want her here anymore, she thought worriedly, though it had only been two weeks since she had arrived from Calcutta. It had been a long time since the two of them had talked, just her and Amit. Even when Avinash had died and Amit had made the long journey back to Calcutta for his father's funeral, they had never really talked. Oh, sure, they had discussed Avinash's stocks and shares and what to do with his bank account and who to invite to the funeral, but that was not really talking. What a good boy that Amit is, such a dutiful son, everyone told her. You are a lucky mother. She would smile and say, that I am. But they never talked. Not like they did when he'd come running back from school and plant himself on her stomach while she lay in bed taking her afternoon nap and launch into long stories of schoolyard fights and teacher sagas. She had been his confidant then, on lazy summer afternoons, half listening to his convoluted long-winded stories while the fan whirred sluggishly overhead. Ma. Remember I brought back a bunch of my old books and diaries from India? She remembered. Several years after Avinash died, she had finally got around to going through the closets and had found a shoebox filled with old diaries. They were Amit's, and she'd started reading them, smiling at little boy accounts of school friends and birthday parties, until the dust made her eyes water and her throat sore. She'd put them aside for later and had forgotten all about them. She remembered mentioning them to Omit, but had no idea he had lugged them back to California. Well, there was one of your old address books in there somehow, said Omit. Oh, really? She shrugged. But an address book that old is useless anyway— All the phone numbers must have changed. Half the people are probably dead. Just throw it away. It's not the address book, said Amit. I found this in it. I think it's just the last page. I don't know where the rest is. He wordlessly handed the letter to her. The paper was almost translucent with age, but the handwriting was still clear. The ink, royal blue. She recognized it with a jolt, even though it had been almost four decades. She remembered exactly where she was the day she had first seen that letter. Funny, she was in America then as well, a newly arrived bride in her neatly ordered kitchen trying to organize her spice jars. Until that letter arrived and turned everything upside down.